Welcome to My Messy Lessons, the podcast. I hope this show will encourage you to know and love yourself more, inspire you to look at things differently, or maybe just say, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one. As you join me in my journey through life, please don't take it as the truth. I might disagree with myself 10 episodes from now, so use my discoveries simply to spark your own, to learn, think, and grow in whatever direction that takes you. Today, I have three lessons to share with you that I've wanted to share for a long time, but I couldn't fill up an entire episode with any one of them. So I'm just going to stick the three of them together. (laughs) And I want you to know that I've been absent lately from the podcast because I've been working on a bigger episode, which has been incredibly challenging and emotional for me. And it's absorbed my energy and my focus. And because of that, I haven't been very regular at putting out my podcast, as I'm sure you've noticed. So if you look forward to my podcast every week, I apologize. So here are the three lessons for today. One, I choose what I focus on. I learned this from Tony Robbins. Am I focusing on the problem or focusing on finding a solution? Am I focusing on the few annoying habits Neil has, like how he puts dirty dishes on the counter instead of in the sink, the way I like to do it? (laughs) Or, you know, am I focusing on the dozens of incredible qualities he has, like how when he's out, he always asks me if there's anything I need him to stop and get on the way home, how he's always willing to listen to me when I need to talk about something? Am I focusing on the one thing I can't do or the hundred things I can do or could do, etc., etc.? My focus is 100% my choice. This has been and continues to be a messy lesson for me because it's so easy for me to focus on things that stagnate me in anger or resentment or stress. And I don't know why. Maybe because I'm human. Um, it's just easy to focus on negative things for whatever reason. And even lately, like the last two weeks, I was focusing on something Neil isn't doing that I want him to do more. And I've just hung out there in that place, emotional place for a couple of weeks. Yesterday, I realized all of a sudden, wait a minute, I'm just waiting for him to take care of my needs. For starters, I can take care of my own needs And two, he doesn't even know I'm waiting for him to take care of my needs. And three, I haven't asked him to do what I'm waiting for him to do. (laughs) Not a proud moment for me. (laughs) Um, So then I switched my focus and I focused on, well, what can I do to meet my own needs? And I made a plan to do that. And then I also made a plan with him for him to meet my needs too. So... This kind of thing happens for me regularly where, you know, I'm not focusing on the right thing, but I know that I do choose my focus and hopefully next time I will remember and apply this lesson a little bit or a lot earlier. (laughs) Um, So what are you focusing on? 
What are you focusing on in relationships? What are you focusing on at work? What are you focusing on in your spiritual life? Is it moving you forward? Is it productive or is it stagnating you in negativity? Two, you see what you look for. When I have brought this up with people in the past, I get very interesting responses. A lot of people really resist this idea. So I'm going to do an exercise with you to illustrate my point. So wherever you're listening to my podcast right now, whether you're driving or um, in your room or wherever, I want you to look around at what's around you. And I want you to look for the color blue. Anything that's blue. Look for blue, look for blue, look for blue, look for blue. Okay, stop. Good. Did you see turquoise and say that it was blue just to feel more successful? Maybe. We often do. Now, how much red did you see? Not very much, I bet, right? So now I want you to look around and look for red. Look for red, look for red, look for red. Okay, stop. How much more red did you see this time? Quite a bit, I bet, right? Why? Because you were looking for it. It was around you all the time. You just were looking for blue, so you didn't see the red. I believe that the same goes for our beliefs in life. I believe that we see what we're looking for. Do I believe everyone is out to get me? That's what I'm going to see. Do I believe people are just trying to do the best they can with the internal and external resources that they have? That's what I'm going to see. Whatever I'm looking to see, I will see. So the question is really not so much what's right when it comes to concepts and ideas, but I try to think, what brings me joy? I would like to point out that this is different than what makes me comfortable. What makes me comfortable does not necessarily bring me the most joy and vice versa. Um, I also think, what kind of human being does this belief make me? Does it make me a more compassionate human being, more kind, more aware? If so, that's the direction I want to go. That's the belief I want to adopt because that's the kind of person I want to be. Some people argue this and say, you know, you can't choose your beliefs, that things are the way they are. And that's fine. Um, if that's you, I would encourage you to change the way you see the world for one month and see what happens. Heck, even one day. <laughs> Stop looking for red and look for blue. Like really look for blue everywhere you go. I mean, not the color, but you know, whatever belief you're changing. I bet you'll see a lot more blue, so to speak, than you did before. And it's true that we justify our choices to ourselves. We give long lists of examples and proof of why we are right. 
So we might as well choose things and beliefs that make us into a better human being. So what effect do your beliefs have on you? What kind of person do they make you into? Are you happy with that? Lesson number three, who do you take advice from? This is definitely one of the most important lessons of my 20s. I was taught this by a couple who taught me a lot of things. If I want to learn how to woodwork, I'm going to go to Neil to teach me because he knows how to do woodworking. I'm not going to ask I'm not going to ask my friend Roxy, who knows as much about woodworking as I do, which is pretty much nothing, you know? And why do we think this is so obvious with skills, but we don't apply it to life? Why would I ask marriage advice from my single jaded bitter friends if I had some? (laughs) If I want sound marriage advice, I need to seek out a couple that have a marriage I'd want or aspects of it that I would want. If I want advice on trusting myself, I need to find women and men who have the quiet confidence I desire and ask them how they got there, what their beliefs are. If I want to invest my money, am I going to ask somebody who's broke what to do with it? No, I'm going to seek out someone who has the financial lifestyle I want and ask them to teach me how to do what they've done. I'm so aware of advice I get from others now and compare it to how they're living. If I don't want the results they have, I'll take their advice with a grain of salt. It doesn't mean it doesn't have value. Everyone can teach me something. But I do need to compare the advice with the person giving the advice and the lifestyle they have, the fears they might have, where they're coming from, and their motive for giving the advice. Who are you currently getting your advice from? Have they embodied what you want for yourself? Do they have what you aspire to? I hope these lessons have helped you to think about things a little bit differently. And I hope you have a beautifully messy week. And I'll talk to you later. This is Phoebe. Thank you for listening to My Messy Lessons. If you'd like to continue this discussion, visit my Facebook group called My Messy Lessons The Community and ask to be accepted into it. I would love to hear about your experiences or questions on these subjects. If you like this podcast and want to get each episode as it comes out, remember to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or would like to access the show notes, please visit my website at www.mymessy.com. The intro and closing music is Never Back Down by Floor Broad. See you next week. And remember, we're all messy. That's what makes us beautiful. Beautiful.